You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Hello and welcome to the JCN Clinic Podcast Show. I'm Jessica. And I'm Rochelle. That is right. We've got Rochelle Colgrove with us today from JCN instead of Carissa. Um, We've had Rochelle on the podcast once or twice, Ro? Once. 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 Yeah. Um, Mm. A little while ago. And today's a special session because Rochelle's going to share with us her own personal health story. Um, I'm trying to avoid the word journey, (laughs) trying (laughs) to avoid that hideous word, but it's going to come up. You can't help it. But we're going to talk about Rochelle's own particularly gut health journey, which is very pertinent to what we do at the JCN Clinic and very, very pertinent to how Ro loves to apply what she does in clinic and her passion area. Um, Her and I have I would say very similar in what we love to treat as far as clients. And usually that love comes from your own, in a lot of cases, your own experience. And there's nothing that I think is more um, kind of helpful for people who are out there listening um, to have that real life connection to someone that works in this space and to, I feel like, sometimes I think that you can put practitioners on a little bit of a pedestal too. And I think that can be really nice for people to like understand you as a person and and what makes you such an amazing practitioner because of your experience. So I'm very excited to hear your story because I only know bits and pieces. So I'm like on the edge of my seat for this as well. (laughs) Um, it's so true. I, I feel like I am the practitioner I am today and I treat the way that I treat and because of my own personal experience. And um, unless you've had that personal experience, you can read any textbook, you can do whatever you like, (laughs) but to actually personally go through it, like it just gives you so much of a better understanding of what, what our clients are going through from day to day, especially in the gut health space, because, um, and we probably see it like so much at the JCN clinic but you know clients will come to us after being sent from one person to the next to the next in terms of doctors and other practitioners and gastroenterologists and all of those things and they come to us as a last resort sometimes and go I just really need someone to listen um and that was certainly my probably first 15 years of my journey was and there's the word journey <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's 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 gotta it's gotta be used. Look, this is an appropriate journey. space um, for journey. Let's just like be okay with it. <laughs> um, because I think my gut issue started when I was a, like a kid, so a really anxious child, and I just noticed that my stomach would not feel good. I'd get those butterflies, like even from a young young age, um, and definitely that anxious brain when I was like. Like even from like primary school years up until high school and then 
when high school hit, obviously that additional stress and pressure of school and, you know, making sure that you're ticking all the boxes in terms of, you know, like socialising and all of those things, it just got way too much for me. And that's when I started to get like quite significant gut symptoms. Um, and I remember, and it's so interesting what you remember, like as part of that, I don't remember anything from my high school years. <laughs> But I do remember, like, just some days not being able to leave the house because I was either in significant pain, so, like, significant gut pain where I just couldn't even move, um, or I would, like, have to be so close to a bathroom that I literally just could not leave the house. Um, And I remember thinking back then when I'm stressed or when school's like full on or when I'm not Mm. sleeping well, uh, my symptoms are worse. But I remember thinking like that little thought when I was younger. Um, But then in my probably early teens, when things were getting really significant to the point where I wasn't able to work a lot of the time, um, just because my gut symptoms were so terrible and I'd be in and out of hospital as well. So I remember probably once a month, I'd have to call an ambulance and get rushed to the hospital with such significant pain and they would dose me up on morphine to get rid of it and they would run all of the tests and all of the scans and they would just say there's nothing going on. But there's nothing there. So it's and then I remember I remember I remember one doctor saying to me, "Look, it's in your head. Like this is not oh, anything God. that we can find. It's in your head." Like it has to be because there's nothing there. And then they slap on the IVF mm. umbrella. It's like we mm-hmm. don't understand or know what this is, so now now you're classified as, as IVF. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then that's the diagnosis and you just have to live with that, I suppose. It's like there's not really anything they can do. Um, we know your symptoms are occurring because you're ending in yourself in hospital every month or so, but really there's like just nothing we can do for you so just send you away and just hope for the best um but at this stage my diet was so restricted that I was just losing weight so I remember grade eight I was a size 14 by grade 12 I was a size four to six whoa that's how restricted my diet was yeah it was so restricted I could hardly eat anything self restriction because you had like just found you were reacting to so much and you were cutting and cutting and cutting back trying to work it out on your own like you weren't getting any obviously any guidance at this point from a dietary point of view yeah for sure and so and it was the weight loss was significant um and you know add stress and add you know high school pieces of the mix and I'm sure there are a lot of other things you know that culminated into that but a lot of it was just that fear and how often do we see Mm -hmm. this just that fear surrounding Mm -hmm. eating food because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to race to the bathroom at school I didn't want to have to you know have really bad stomach cramps and you know all the other associated not Mm. very nice symptoms that you don't want to have when you're sitting in a classroom um and so it would just restriction and restriction and I actually remember this is the other thing I remember like the gastroenterologist saying to me once he's like it's the food you're eating like it it's the food you're eating so we influence the food and we influence the gut symptoms and I was like but it's not 
because mm. every day I will eat the same thing and I get different symptoms. So explain that mm. to me. Why? Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make any sense. But it's just, but the only tool for us, and this was like, I'm not going to disclose my age, but this was many <laughs> years ago. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> many years ago. Um, and we certainly didn't have functional testing and things like that like we have now. Um, it was only really the only tool in my tool belt was, you know, colonoscopy and endoscopy, like just to rule out the sinister mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Um, because I've also got bowel cancer in my family. So I have to be, um, my grandmother had bowel cancer, so I have to be quite careful. And her diagnosis was early 20s as well. Um, so, oh, yeah, wow. there's definitely, that's always in the back of my mind in terms of just making sure that I'm ticking the colonoscopy box just to yeah. make sure there's nothing sinister happening. But then also, you know, really now inflammatory bowel um, disease and, yeah. and all of those as well. Um, but, yeah, so the did you only have tool. That... Yeah, all done yeah. and nothing came back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the only tool in our tool belt was restrict the food. And hopefully that will make a difference. Um, and so did they I went. Did they ever do a, sorry, Ro, did they ever do a stool no, test at any point? Um, I know the stool test obviously is very rudimentary. The only reason I ask <laughs> is when I was in my, mm. I was probably more like in my early 20s, just turned 20 um, and going through heaps of gut stuff. I did see a doctor mm. who did actually get me to do a stool test, which was a crap stool test and didn't show anything. Um, but, yeah, I was just curious whether, like, at that point for yourself too, did anyone ever think even back then to go, oh, maybe we should do a stool test to see if she's got no, some sort never. of, like, parasite or, you know, pathogen bacteria? Mm. No, no, never. And, you know, interestingly, the colonoscopy, even with, my family history wasn't pulled until I was much older as well. Like, it was wild. Mm. The, like, looking back at it now, I think, wow, I should have had that colonoscopy years and years before that, years mm. and years before that. Like, blood, mm-hmm. bloods, yes, um, ultrasounds, yes, um, like, just the standard that they do in the hospital when you go into hospital. Um, but, yeah, even the colonoscopy wasn't done until I was probably mid-20s and I had wow. been a good a good 10 years and then all of that weight loss and well and then significant anxiety as well because I honestly mm. in my probably mid-20s I was really struggling to leave the house because I was just so mm. anxious about my gut symptoms because they were so different every day that I just like leaving the house was an issue and I remember like Gosh. when I'd go out making sure I knew where the McDonald's were so I could use the bathroom or making sure I knew where the shopping centre was. So, I, you know, like just knowing where all of those things were so I could actually leave the house. Like, And that went on for years, so many years. Um, And then, as you mentioned, you know, we all get into this space because of our own challenges. Um, So I actually studied nutrition first up to fix myself. Like, honestly, like I just needed to understand Mm. what why this was occurring and why it was happening and I needed to get to the root cause of it um and I remember seeing when I first like I first started studying nutrition I was like this is amazing like I'm going to get the answer that I'm looking for I didn't I didn't straight away it's taken me quite a few years in my career to, <laughs> to get there um and you know and and, it, and it's a, and it's also a process as well and I think that's the biggest yeah. thing 
and I know I talk about this a lot with clients, it's like I, I, I will always be working on my gut health. Like I will yeah. never not be working on my gut health. It's like so I still do have symptoms from day to day, but they're certainly not as bad as they used to be. And I can now piece together why those symptoms are occurring, whereas mm, previously there was yes. no rhyme or reason. Um, but it's that constant curiosity and that constant like thinking, okay, how can I do better? How can I do better from my like, mm. my gut perspective? Um, that actually like I think it's you just keep continuing to learn, don't you? And I suppose with the functional testing available now, we're continuing to learn as well, which is so cool that, you know, I think back to when we were, I could only pull an intolerance test. <laughs> I think we yes, were talking about yes. this not long ago, you know, the blood drawer and, the, you know, the intolerance test, but when you've got a reactive person in front of you, everything just comes up, um, which would certainly was the case when I, I think I went to a naturopath. That was what like the first part of my you know, journey when I was younger. It's like I think yeah. I went to a dietitian first, got put on the FODMAP diet. That was a now I know better, but back then I didn't. It was like a four or five month process on the FODMAP diet. And then my symptoms mm-hmm. got worse. And then I was reacting to everything. And so yeah. I was like, okay, well that didn't work. That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't work yeah. at all. <laughs> and then and then coming from that really restrictive diet at the very like at the very start that just adds that other layer of restriction, doesn't it? And it's just it does. where you're heading because, like, you, you're, you like, counting the berries. <laughs> yeah, like counting that's the it. Almonds. Yeah, you're also in that super restricted space where mm. your actual physical food intake and therefore your, like, calorie needs and your macro and your micronutrient demands. Sure are not actually being met as well. So then like, mm-hmm. and we see this with clients, like then you start to significantly suffer more because you're not getting the building blocks you need even to have sufficient gut health, let alone like neurotransmitter mm. function, like as far as like your sure. brain health and like, yeah, it's just that mm. kind of vicious cycle. But at the end of the day, you're so scared, like you're so backed into a corner that all you can think about is, well, I feel like I've got some sort of safety in this very Mm. restricted food area and it's almost like nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else. It's not like nothing else matters, but like that's the most important Mm. thing, like to have some sense of control, but yeah, Yeah. like it, it, again, we see it a lot, don't we with clients? Yeah. And, and I remember it was a really slippery slope for me, that FODMAP diet, Mm. like, because I had been able to maybe there were a few high FODMAP foods that I was eating regularly, like on the on the daily, because I knew that I could tolerate them. So then, like mm. removing them completely, it left me with nothing, like literally nothing. And I was thinking, this like this whole process is just a real slippery slope. And obviously now mm-hmm. I understand it in a bit more detail, like in terms of the FODMAP diet and how it can be beneficial, but also um, you know, how it can be detrimental to from, you know, your beneficial bacteria perspective because we are, we're reducing the diversity of our food. Um, so I understand for some clients it can be incredibly beneficial, but also when you've got that that layer of restriction there, it can just honestly just make it so much more challenging. Um, mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. I think by from a practitioner perspective, that was sort of the first person I saw was a dietitian and that really didn't serve me very well just because Mm. of just my history 
Um, and then so after that I went to a naturopath and that's when I got the intolerance mm-hmm. testing done. So right. And this is probably why I, this is not probably, it's absolutely why (laughs) I am so passionate about chronic gut clients and understanding this sensitivity and reactivity because of these Mm -hmm. experiences with other practitioners. So I remember the first naturopath I went to, and I'm I'm a naturopath, just telling everyone, so I'm not throwing shade (laughs) at naturopathy at all. I absolutely love it, naturopathy, um, but just giving you just some relevance around what, you know, sort of my own personal experience. Um, I remember doing the intolerance testing, but it was when I was super reactive. So Mm. I was highly stressed, highly anxious, like there was a lot of stuff going on for myself personally, and then also like, the gut symptoms were quite the whole reason I went to a natural health was because my gut symptoms were like really quite poor at the time. Mm. And I remember doing that intolerance testing um, and eggs, chicken, like all of the foods that I was eating like every day came up as high reactivity. Mm. And I remember the naturopath mm. saying to me, well, we need to remove them. Like you need to get them out of your oh, diet. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> listen, I can't remove any more food from my diet. But I was just like, it's because I was so reactive. My gut was so reactive and I hadn't done any work to try to calm its farm by really any stretch of the imagination because I didn't know where to start at that point. Yeah. It just everything, like everything came up. And I was iron deficient at the time as well. Like I remember there was like quite a big, like quite a big web of things that we see like very frequently with clients that – have chronic gut symptoms like you know as you were just alluding to with the nutrient nutrient deficiency so there was a lot going on mm. um and so I remember that being sort of a first port of call and then I remember you know being given a couple of different supplements and honestly they made me so sick so mm. sick and I could like I think I three hundred dollars worth of supplements that I couldn't take like mm. I remember starting with the do- like the actual dose, like not, not knowing. Like, I was just like, I'll just yeah, the scope. Yeah. She'll be right. <laughs> and she was not right. Oh. It was all hell. All hell very loose. Um, and, yeah, I like, even even like straight glutamine I couldn't do. You know, just like mm. basic building blocks, <laughs> yeah. like basic yeah. things that you need I just could not do. Um, and, to, yeah. and like just random stuff like magnesium to this day. Like I still can't tolerate magnesium very well, but even just small nutrients, I just could mm-hmm. not tolerate. So probiotics, prebiotics, none of that. I couldn't tolerate any of it. And so, and we and we see this so often, and that's mm-hmm. why, like, whenever whenever I have a treatment plan for a client that has been going through this similar experience, we start really low and slow because I've had that yeah. personal experience. So I'm like let's just start with a quarter and then we'll see how we're feeling and then build from there because that is, you know, low and slow, low and slow because, like, that's the experience that I've had. And, and, you know, generally speaking now, and things are quite different from a supplement perspective. I mean, back then it it was probably they weren't as – the forms weren't as good, the ingredients probably weren't as good as well, and then the gut powders were very different to the gut powders we have now. Yeah, for like, sure. They, yeah. You know, I definitely tolerate supplements much better now, but I don't know whether that's the, the products themselves or whether that's just because I've done a little bit of work mm, on my just a, a little bit of work on yeah. my gut health. Yeah, just a bit a of everything. Just a little, just a little. Um, so, yeah, so really low and slow, just, you know, and it was a 
frustrating process. Like I remember just being so frustrated, kept on dropping money, wasn't getting anywhere. And mm. like, oh, there has to be a better way. Like there has to be a better way. And so I sort of just stopped for a while. I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to see anyone. Mm. I'm just going to admit my, like accept my fate. Pretty much, like, were, except my were you still and, studying and, at this point? Were you still studying yeah, at this point? So, you were. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. And so I think, like, understanding little pockets mm. of information and definitely the probably the biggest thing for me was learning, like, in my first degree, learning about that brain connection and how I wasn't actually mm. crazy and how what I had actually thought back when I was a kid was actually True. absolutely what was happening and I suppose yeah. the research went, went understanding it in a lot more detail now and um whereas previously we probably didn't have that understanding as good an understanding anyway mm. um so that was empowering for me to actually mm. like to actually have that knowledge to then go oh okay well and what really changed the game for me was definitely that nervous system, like really helping to mm. support my nervous system. Like that was definitely a piece of the puzzle that was absolutely missing from all of the practitioners I had seen up until that point. But to be honest, like, let's be real. Let's be real, Jess. I am still learning how to support <laughs> my nervous system. <laughs> you know, it's a work in progress. It I'm making some, progress. you know. Yeah, and that's for everyone, you know. Like, absolutely. It is. I, I, yeah. Like, it's it's not something that you're just nailing twenty four seven. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I definitely now understand how impactful it is. So then I can definitely put like practices in place to help to support it. Mm-hmm. Um, the and I think you know, and that's that's important to have that one understanding but also like being able to tune into your body that better mm. as well because when you're constantly in pain and when your symptoms are really acute and but you've been experiencing them for quite a long time you sort of like it just you want to give up after a while you're just like nothing's yeah. working yeah. and I'm just so over this and yeah. every day is different too and that's the other thing it's like mm. you do the same thing you get a different result and it's just like yeah and then you you know, you, you feel like you're taking two steps forward and you're like, wow, things are really turning a corner and then you take mm. 10 steps back. And I say this to clients a lot. I'm like, I get it. Like we are kicking goals right now. I, I see you kicking goals and I'm so <laughs> proud. And then next minute I get an email, I'm like, this is part of the process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And I know it's frustrating. I know it's frustrating. I have been there so many times. I get it. I get it. Mm. Um. But it is, it is part, it is part of the process. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think why, the biggest thing for me is, is being real with clients about the journey because mm-hmm. it isn't like this linear, we just keep on improving mm. and improving and happy days and exactly. then we just like, you know, it's actually it's like. It's so rare that that happens. Like it's. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly exactly yeah mm, it's, up, exactly. it's the ups and downs that linear mm. that linear trajectory once in a blue moon you get a client that does that and it's just like is mm. this for real like this just goes <laughs> way too easy <laughs> so had you given up like you were still studying but then the irony was mm. um and I can relate to this kind of interesting like you were actually seeking help even from a Mm. um naturopathic or a more holistic perspective like you'd kind of sort of go down that 
route, but you were kind of not finding any success there, but then you're still Mm. studying it. So like, there's obviously still like a drive and understanding within you, like that Mm. something, something is going on here in relation to nutrition and something's going on here in relation Mm. to a deeper level of, which I love you said that even as a kid, like it's like you understood Mm. innately this gut brain connection and you were seeing that. Um, So it obviously kept you going like a, Again, I I had yeah. a, it's interesting a similar scenario, um, and I people would ask me about oh who did you see? like did you see these amazing practitioners that were part of like your inspiration? I was like well actually no all the practitioners that I saw <laughs> were actually really shit to be honest to be blunt <laughs> like I just but I knew I knew in my gut like pardon the pun mm. like I knew that I was still on the right track. And it sounds like you yeah. you did that. So did you go through, because you were just saying how you kind of also got to a point where you threw in, not sort of, you know, I guess in a way you kind of threw in the towel for a yeah, while. Like, I did, did you for sure. Finish, did you finish the degree and then like where, where was that next step, like that next turning point for you? Yeah, I've, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting question. I think the next turning point for me. So I was just just I was pretty much just ticking along by myself, just doing what I could do. Supplements were completely out of the question. I couldn't do any of that. Even after I graduated, I was still like I can't I couldn't do much of that. Um, and so I was just controlling with nervous system practices. So like doing mm-hmm. yoga like trying to make sure that I was looking after my body, like I'm, I've been gluten and dairy free for as long as I can pretty much remember. Um, and I know that that really helps to support my symptoms. So I've just, you know, kind of just pieced together what works for me at any given time and just kept on doing that mm-hmm. until uh, the next turning point would have been um, being introduced to the JCN clinic, I think, mm-hmm. would be the next point. So what was the time and frame so, then, interestingly, there? Like it, how long are you talking about? Quite quite, it, quite a long time. Yeah. So I think from it would have been probably a good 10 years, I think, that I was just yeah. ticking along on my own pretty much, wow. just ticking along on my own. Wow. Um, I did in that, I did in that like sort of time frame see another naturopath, but that, um, I ended up in the hospital with that prescription. So I sort of after that gave up because I was like all right that's it I'm done and look I knew I actually knew that I would find someone eventually that Mm. it would work you know what I mean like you know you just think now's not the time I'm just going to do what I need to do in this point in time to get through because you know like just based on my symptoms I was like some days going to be better than others so I definitely set up my work and I set up my life based on some days going to be better than others. So right, of the right. way that I structured my work was not nine to five because I just knew I couldn't mm. do that. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it wasn't until, like, I met you, Jess, and I'd been fangirling you for a while. I remember walking into the JC and clinic and, <laughs> like, really flipping out. It was awesome. <laughs> it's been a while until we're now sitting here doing a podcast together. Wow. So cool. Um, And then, yeah, I started seeing Carissa as a client and I think that that was the turning point for me. Um, Like I remember talking to Carissa and I remember we were talking about my symptoms and my history. So we went Mm. through my history, which, you know, interestingly other practitioners didn't do very well 
And I think that's where the the, the poor prescriptions came from because sure. now knowing what I know and seeing the clients that I see, the medic like the medical history is a big component, and I and mm-hmm. I really hone in on the on the medical history, especially the gut. Mm-hmm gut history like I need to know that stuff it's really important to understand what's happened previously and then also what they've done as well previously too because that really shapes Mm -hmm. like where what my next step is going to be but with my history and with my sensitivity and with everything that has happened like you would think that you can't just throw everything in the kitchen sink at me because I am so Mm -hmm. sensitive um and like and I remember Carissa giving me like a sample of a couple of things to try, and I did react to them. Like I couldn't. I think one was, I think one was PHDG. Now I've just. Like, you know, <laughs> 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 and I, you know, I couldn't tolerate it. You know, and and I remember like her saying, "Oh wow, yeah, your diet is restricted. Wow, right, well, this is where we're going to start." And I remember her, you know, mm. sending me through. Oh, I think it was a parsnip match, and me going, "Stop doing that, you moron!" Sounds like anyway. Parsnip match to everyone listening is actually excellent. It's fine, but at the time, I was thinking this is. What is this madness? <laughs> what is this madness? What is this crazy um, girl telling me to do? <laughs> like what? I still have that description to this day. And sometimes I go back to it to actually give myself an understanding of how far I've come. Like it, it oh, actually is really humbling to look at that. It is so amazing beautiful. to look at that and go, wow, like that really wow. was the start. But it was the start of something so incredibly amazing and I remember at the time like Carissa talking about the functional testing which I hadn't done like I mm-hmm. had not gone to a practitioner that had spoken to me about testing the only thing I had done was that yep. intolerance testing um and you know at the time I mean this was not that long ago um you know the testing was getting pretty awesome like it's yeah. pretty epic what we what we can what we can order now. So I remember, and I like, I remember it was like $700, like it's quite expensive. Um, and at the time I was like, this is a lot of money. But like, I remember Carissa saying to me, like, this will really give us the answers mm. that we need to really start to look at your diet in more detail, to start increasing some of those fiber sources that is going to be so important for mm. your beneficial bacteria to start to reduce that sensitivity and reactivity. Like we need, like we need answers. Mm, um, mm. And I was like, full trust, go for it, go for it. <laughs> and we did it. And I still have those test results as well um, because I do like to look back at them sometimes because I'm a nerd. Um, <laughs> and I will do a comparison when I order my new testing soon um, just to like see, you know, yeah. it's awesome to be able to check it over time. Um, but I remember receiving those results and look, to be honest with you, didn't understand half of it. So I uh, was pretty was pretty happy at the time for Carissa to talk me through it. Now I'm so well versed in functional testing that, you know, um, it's definitely a part of everything I do with clients, especially from a chronic gut perspective. But it, it honestly changed the way that Carissa prescribed. It changed the way that we, you know, were able to increase more foods. And my gut symptoms have just gone from bad to 
better to better, 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 better. And now they've been the best they've ever been based on that first gut test. And I've ordered probably five or six since then. Um, <laughs> and we do. We do all the functional tests and when a new functional <laughs> test comes out, we do that and it's all very cool. Um, and, you know, you can see now, obviously, now that, you know, I'm able to eat more foods and I'm not as sensitive and I'm not as reactive. So I still need to, to this day, be very, very, um, like, I have to be really cautious with supplements still. I still react to supplements. So I have to really start low and slow, but there's definitely ones that, like, I will use that I can, that I know that my gut responds really well to. Um, but, yeah, it's just that whole process of functional testing completely changed the way that I supported my gut and then completely changed the way that I moved my body <laughs> and the food I ate and the mindfulness practices that I did, like all of it. Like it changed everything. Um, and it took time. Like, man, it took time. It's still a work in process, let's be real. Um, but, yeah, it, it took time. And I remember, like, we were adding fibre sources and then I had to take them out and, then mm. I was like pretty much on speed dial, <laughs> like, <Ew>. emailing it. <laughs> just like that didn't work. Um, um, and you know it, but that's that was all part of the process of the yeah, process. And I am so, and I'm so thankful that I did that testing because honestly, out of everything in my whole experience, that one test really gave me the permission or gave me the knowledge and gave me the power to actually make the changes that I needed mm. to based on my own individual gut and what it required. Hi guys, just a quick note to let you know, we are now offering $10 off my cookbook eat for JCN podcast listeners only. So there is a new discount code you can use JCN podcast or one word in capital letters Head to the website, the link is in the show notes, and you just use that coupon code at checkout and that will give you $10 off. Really excited to bring you this. It's a way for us to say thank you for listening to the podcast. And again, that is JCN Podcast, all one word. Head to the website, link in the show notes. I love hearing you say that, that it gave you that power and I think you said permission, like it's mm. just you talking about that turning point, like there's mm. when you go from a place as you're talking about when you were younger where you're just so you're so lost and you've kind of scaled your life around. Really it's it's like a deep fear of this mm. thing that has control of you and then it's like mm. there's a fundamental shift where now you feel empowered, like you have knowledge. You're like mm. now all, so many years and decades of not knowing what's going on and then now all of a sudden it's like, here, here's some answers. This is actually what's going mm. on. And here's here's someone to hold your hand and guide you through that mm. and for you mm. to also learn as you go um, what mm. works for you. Like it's like, again, I know I'm like preaching to converted with you. Like that's what <laughs> you get so much joy out of seeing in, in clients because you've ex- you know that feeling, you know that like yep. flip to being yeah. like just in such a better place and it's it's not only physical it's how you feel then mentally and emotionally being mm. more yeah just just more like um in the driver's seat mm. 
Yeah, for sure. Because for so many years, there was just no control. Absolutely none. And just restriction and just fear and worry every time I'd leave the house. And yeah, just to be able to have answers is like so empowering. But then also like it's okay to like there's one thing to order a test, you know, and get those results. But then what do you Mm. do with that? You know what I mean? Like if I had ordered that as a nutritionist, if I had ordered that, because I had I didn't have a lot of um, experience with functional testing. Um, so if I had ordered it and I'd gotten those results, I don't know I don't know if I'd know what to do with it. Yeah. 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 And we see that as well with clients, oh, don't we, sometimes sure. that will come along that have had a test order, whether they've ordered it themselves or it's been yeah. under different guidance. Um and unfortunately, mm. you know, and this isn't a bagging session. We're just being so honest. No. But because it is true, mm. we see, we do see this a lot where they've had um, incorrect guidance around test results. So they have actually spent a lot of money on functional testing, but they haven't been given the correct guidance or they haven't been given any guidance. Mm. They might have walked out with like, like a couple of dot points of a few things to change in their diet. Like it's mm. the degree of, um, understanding that you need to have to work with those test results and as you said to the practitioner to support you and understand no matter how like important those test results are how much they need to be put in association with your case history and like Carissa Mm. like going through all of that detail with you and really understanding you as a person and then being able to apply that in the context to those test results, mm. it's just mm. there's there's nothing more powerful. Yeah, for sure. And I think like like that phase approach as well. Like you can't just and this was probably the biggest thing and and what I take have taken away from Carissa and from JCN and then obviously shaped with my own clients now is that it, it needs to be a phased approach. Like you mm-hmm. cannot just go in guns blazing and go, mm-hmm. oh, let's fix everything. It's like you can't, like you literally can't. I have mm-hmm. had that done to me and I've been in an absolute mischief um, because of it. So it's like you actually need to meet the client where they're at. And so for myself, it was like meet me where I was at. I had a restricted diet, like there wasn't too much I could do. We needed to add fiber sources in really slowly, but we also needed to do that foundational gut work as well before we could start throwing other elements into the mix too. And I think I think having that phased approach is just so important. It's so important, um, especially when there's so much reactivity and so much sensitivity. It's like we have to calm things down mm. first, however yeah. that looks for the person sitting in front of us. And then once we've done that, then we can start influencing what we need to influence. But you can't do that straight mm. away. Like you just can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think of all of the things that, I'm like as part of this whole journey the biggest thing is like just meeting me where I was at would have been so helpful at the very beginning Mm. (laughs) you know like but it took many years to get there but it honestly has made me like well it's given me a much better understanding of my own body but then also given me this area that I specialize in now because I 
have mm. experienced it myself. So that's my passion and my love for this and my complete understanding of clients is from that experience, my own personal experience. And that is like it's so powerful to actually walk with a client and understand what they're going through. I think, you know, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm actually so thankful that I had this experience because, you know, because of it, I'm now studying and working in a field that I completely love with the best mm-hmm. team ever. Let's be real. <laughs> um, and, but, you know, it does take a lot of time to, you know, the functional testing side of things is, is like complicated a lot to learn and it takes it takes a lot of education and knowledge to actually be able to interpret those results and so that's why I think you know the more functional testing like I see the more I'm learning like it's forever evolving too it's such a cool industry to be in because we're learning so much more than we knew 10 years ago than we knew five years ago let's be honest like honestly it's really changed the way that we do things now and that is just so like it's so powerful and so awesome um, yeah. that, yeah, everything that I've done up until this point shapes everything that I do with my clients now. So, yeah. I was actually going to ask you that just as a sort of, I guess, yeah, overall summary now that you're mm. practising and you've been practising for quite some time, like it's it's not a new experience mm. to you, but how it has, yeah, how mm. all of this has shaped you and, created you as a practitioner that you are which I think Mm. you've kind of just answered but do you find do you also find that because this is such a passion to you that you naturally attract those type of clients like I feel I see that a lot with the different practitioners at JCN but yeah do you feel that you're you've become kind of like a magnet for these sort of more chronic cases yeah, for sure. And, and to be honest, um, most most of my clients are, you know, chronic gut clients. So, mm-hmm. and I think, yeah, just sharing my experience, which I have done on my own social media platform over the years, um, like it really does give clients an understanding of like, oh, okay, like this isn't normal. There are ways that, you know, you can be supported in this process as well. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's actually, it's really, it's a really interesting dynamic when I have a client mm. that I literally see myself, like, mm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like there's are some clients that I'm literally, you know, they're experiencing what I experienced in my early twenties. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. wow, this is, it's so interesting to have that experience because I'm like, okay what do I wish that I knew in my early 20s that probably yeah. wasn't given to me until later in life, you know? What are those things? All right, let's go there. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I remember being that age and not having the help that I needed at that time. So, um, and, yeah, I think, you know, the biggest, I, and I, I do talk about this a lot with clients, it's like it's not just your food, like, it's the biggest thing that I see, like everyone's trying to influence their food, restricting this or adding this or, but it's not just about the food that you're consuming. Like Mm. there's so much more at play. There's so much more at play. And, you know, I talk about the nervous system and talk about that gut brain connection and it is so powerful. Like it was definitely the, Mm. the one thing that I had to shift and make a really conscious effort to shift. So I will always talk about that with clients. 
um, so that they understand that we can't do one without the other because we just can't. Mm-hmm. We can't. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Um, no. And so, yeah, like, and just having that conversation up front as well I think is just really important too. It's like, like and, it, and, you, and meet people where they're at as well, you know. I mean, you just, we don't go into a, Thailand yoga meditation retreat for three weeks and you know like we don't have to go that serious um I did do that though once and it really helped (laughs) so just go to Thailand and do a yoga retreat everyone um it really did help though Um, I bet it did but it really helped uh it really helped um although I preface that it helped the nervous system it didn't help the gut though let's put it that way Mm. the gut was uh Mm -hmm. Not well during that Thailand trip, um, but I expected as much. Uh, but yeah, it's just just even small shifts and small changes can make such a big impact, and it doesn't have to be grand. And this is the this is the other thing: we don't have to change everything. It doesn't have to be grand. You know, it could just be as simple as just you know waking up at the same time each morning or getting sunlight into your into your eyes in the morning like it can just be or having a nighttime routine I'm always banging on about nighttime routines mm. it can be really yeah. simple things um it doesn't have to be like a whole shift and you know changing every aspect of life like it but just something that is powerful that influences that gut brain connection is you know just really important so I think you know mm-hmm. bringing the information that I wish I knew in my early 20s to the initial consult is one thing I do and I always joke with my clients about this because when I get on when I start talking about this stuff I get really like animated and I start like talking really fast and (laughs) I just say to clients like you you need to tell me to slow down like if I am going like 100 miles an hour and you're just sitting there like what is this woman talking about like what is she even talking about just stop me just go has anyone ever done that has anyone had to stop you I actually, I actually have to say to clients sometimes I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just really passionate about this topic. So I'm probably going to go a little, little, you know, pull oh, on. So if so you need, funny. just tell me to stop and then we'll just, you know, but anyway, I always put it, put it into my treatment plan. So, you know, you can read it later, but you know, during, days, yeah. but, but that's when, you know, you're doing the right, the right way. That's it. Is when that's you're that passionate about things. So, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, oh, that's that's so interesting, Ro. Just hearing, yeah, the I, I had no idea that this started at such a young age for you. Mm. And I also, mm. I mean, yeah, we were talking before we started, and I think I said it just at the start. There, I knew bits and pieces, but I didn't know how early mm. this started. And I actually also didn't know how long you had that time period of just like well mm. this kind of it is what it is I'll just kind of like it's it's almost like an acceptance of like this is my life I'll just learn to navigate this as it mm. is like For I sure. didn't realize that was such a big time period there but um mm. yeah it's just it's such a relatable story for I'm sure lots of mm. people listening and yeah just obviously it's a component a massive component of the clients that we have at the JCN clinic so like you couldn't amalgamate <laughs> two perfect things together. Like just for you to be able to bring your own experience and 
bring that into being the amazing practitioner that you are and for clients to be attracted to the GCN clinic because of chronic gut issues. It's just like Mm. this coming together of two perfect things. (laughs) And I, I think the other aspect that I love is, yeah, you're just acknowledgement of the fact that this is a constant working process so it's not like I'm healed I've healed myself like it's like well I'm in a really completely different place but this is an ongoing process and I have to be aware of how I take care of myself which is again what you're telling clients and communicating with clients Mm -hmm. like we all are that this you don't just I think people often think oh well when do I get to the finish line and everything's perfect and then I can eat whatever I want again and drink whatever I want again and do whatever I want again it's like there's there's an accountability component of continuing to be well um and that line that changes and moves depending on what you've got going on in your life and you're it sounds like you've got like such a high awareness of that and an understanding of when stuff does start to happen you can Mm understand you can step back and go well I kind of know why this is happening so I (laughs) (laughs) I need to maybe think about these factors and what I can do to change um it's just Mm. yeah it's just magic to be able to bring that to the table as a practitioner yeah for sure and I yeah and I mean previously and I know I've shared this on my socials and we've spoken about it too like reducing my alcohol and you know like removing alcohol has been a really big game changer for me like huge and so um and so yeah that was one thing that I have done quite recently that I've definitely noticed a massive impact on you know my mood and then also my gut health and just everything just is working my mental clarity my sleep is better you know and all of those things are so intrinsically linked to your gut that it's just like yeah it's been huge for me and so yeah I think like recently that's probably the biggest thing that I've done um to sort of Mm -hmm. support my gut health and then also my mental health as well so that's been a really really huge one for me um and I've never done that before ever like removed it completely wow not completely like I've I've gone through phases in life where I haven't really drunk but you know you know I I like my pinot so I did go to Melbourne now, so, you know, went in <laughs> Melbourne. Um, but, yeah, I think I'd, I'd actually, when I came home from Melbourne, really had to do some self-reflection and say, listen, like, mm. you know, a little bit of tough talk. What what do you, yeah. what do you need right now? And that's just, yep. yeah, what I needed at that point in time. So That's yeah. it. Yeah. So mm. if there was, mm. just to finish, if there was one thing, I know this is a hard question, but if there was one thing you could say oh. to people listening (laughs) who haven't started any form of support but they resonate with what you're saying, if there was one thing you could say to them, what would it be? Oh, yes, one thing. (laughs) (laughs) There's someone that likes likes to talk a lot. How can you summarize that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um. I think probably the biggest thing is don't try to do it alone. Like honestly, don't try to do it alone. You need your you need someone to help you. Um, you need like and even myself, like knowing what I know, I still rely on other people to support me because it is so hard when you're in that 
bubble of reactivity and sensitivity and so much going on it is so hard to see the forest from the trees like it's just so hard and so I don't treat myself a lot of the time um you know if there's something significant going on I will ask for help like I'll you know so I think don't do it alone because Mm. getting a professional to help you can really help to just guide you in the right direction and also you need support like it's really difficult to do alone um so yeah definitely think you know don't do it alone get the help of a professional and get people supporting you and being your cheerleaders in the background and telling you that these things are normal too because that was the biggest thing for me like it's like I just thought I was going mad throughout this that whole process (laughs) and so to have someone there to say no no this is actually like you know this is actually okay. It's okay. What you're feeling, what's happening right now is okay. And this is how we're going to work through it um, was so important because I was actually mm. being validated rather than being dismissed, which yeah. was a big, yeah, big difference and a big game changer for me. So, yeah, what, yeah. like that's one thing, honestly. Perfect. I can't believe I no, love it. One. Love it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I so agree. I so agree. So thank you so much. Hey, for sharing all of that. Like it's just, it's just gone. Time's actually gone really quick. That was really, really interesting. Um, And I definitely want to say for anyone listening um, in the show notes, you can find Rochelle's handle on Insta. So you can go and click on that to follow her. Um, but if you're interested in reaching out to Rochelle, um, please do. She'll, I'm sure, love it. I'm going to speak on your behalf with anyone has got yeah. any questions and slides into her DMs, go for it. Um, <laughs> Rochelle also does, you'll find her on the JCN website for bookings for sure, but she actually also runs our gut health testing package. So that's actually a package we've put together specifically for gut related issues I mean you can still come along to the clinic and have an initial and test the waters with Rochelle if you're like oh is this what I want to do but if you're like oh my god this lady is speaking my language the gut package (laughs) is really awesome for actually getting in working on your gut health um, looking at functional testing um, and just everything that Rochelle's talked about having that really specific guidance throughout so I'll link that in the show notes too for anyone that is interested in checking that out but otherwise unless there's anything that we've missed that you wanted to cover um I would just say thank you yeah no I think we've covered I think we've covered everything thank you it's been awesome yeah love it love it love it love it (laughs) well yeah thank you everyone for listening and We'll definitely have Rochelle on again, most likely talking all things gut because that's what we love to talk about. I think we definitely need to have a need to have a gut brain connection conversation mm, as well. Sure. I think that would be pretty amazing. But yeah, thanks everyone for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.